Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, today we're talking about your sick leave. What happens to it at retirement? What are the perks? What are the benefits of taking it into retirement? Does it make sense to take it into retirement? Should you take it before retirement? All of those things we're going to tackle today. If you're new here, so good to have you. My name is Dallin Haas. I'm a financial planner who helps federal employees retire every single day, and I absolutely love it. So here's the deal. In a nutshell, sick leave gives you extra service, okay? It gives you extra service, and whenever you have extra service on paper because you had sick leave unused at retirement, then that extra service then increases your pension, okay? Because your pension is based on how many years of service you have, it's based on your salary, and it's based on your multiplier, okay? And if you want to know more about how your pension's actually calculated, definitely go check out my other videos. Even if you just Google how to calculate FERS pension Haas, my, my stuff will pop right up, okay? So definitely go check that out. If you want to learn more about how your pension itself is calculated, today we're just going to talk about sick leave and how it affects the pension, okay? So here's the deal. Again, unused sick leave at retirement adds to your years of service and therefore increases your pension. Now, we're going to talk about how much um, how much each hour of sick leave is actually worth, all that. We're going to dive into all of that. But first, before we can talk about that, before you get any benefit at all for sick leave, you have to be eligible first. What does that mean? Well, you have to be eligible for a full retirement before sick leave can add in. So for example, for a traditional FERS employee, you know that to be eligible to retire, you have to meet certain requirements, okay? Certain age requirements and certain years of service requirements. So for a traditional FERS, if you're at your minimum retirement age, which for most of you is gonna be around 57, if you're at that age, you have to have a full 30 years to get a full-blown unreduced retirement, okay? Um, or at age 60, you have to have 20 years, or at 62 and beyond, you can have five years. Now. There is um, an MRA plus 10 retirement. Basically, if you only have 10 years at your MRA, you're eligible for a full retirement as well, but there are reductions to your pension and things like that. Again, I got other videos on those details. The reason I bring those up though, is you have to have the amount of years of service you want to be fully eligible to retire before sick leave can come into play. So let's say you're 55 and you have seven years of service. Well, you're not eligible to retire at that point. So if you did leave the government, sick leave isn't gonna do anything for you. It, you're not gonna get any benefit at all having unused sick leave in retirement because you're not eligible. First, you have to be eligible for retirement with your normal years of service, okay? Once you're eligible, sick leave can increase your years of service beyond what your normal service is and therefore increase your pension beyond that, okay? Now. That is huge to, to know, is you have to be eligible first. Number two, though, is there seems to be an exception. Now, this isn't a true exception, but let me talk you through this. The only time it seems this rule is broken is for traditional FERS. You know that there is a 10% bonus you get to your pension if you retire at age 62 with at least 20 years. If you retire at 62 or beyond, and have at least 20 years of service, your multiplier, basically your pension, gets a 10% bump it other, than you, you otherwise would, okay? So that's a huge benefit. Again, you have to be age 62 with at least 20 years. I got whole videos on that if you wanna learn more about that. But long story short, let's say you are 62 years old, 
you have 19 years of service, but you happen to have a year's worth of unused sick leave, okay? In that example, the sick leave can add to your years of service, making you have the full 20 years needed for this, this bonus, this 10% bonus, okay? Now, some people may say, well, isn't that increasing your years of service before you're eligible, right? And in reality, no, because at 62, all the years of service you actually need to be fully eligible to retire is five, right? At 62, all you need to be fully eligible to retire is five. So if you have 19 years at 62, then you're eligible to retire. Your unused sick leave, though, is only going to be adding in after that to make you eligible for the 10% bonus. So long story short, yes, unused sick leave can add in to make you eligible for that 10% bonus. It definitely, definitely can, okay? Now, let's talk about how much service you actually get from your sick leave, okay? So how do we know, let's say you have 1,000 hours or 500 hours or 2,000 hours of unused sick leave. How do we know how much service that is? Now, there's a couple ways to do this. First and foremost, 2,087 hours is about a year's worth, okay? So if you have 2,087 hours, that's worth about a year of service. Now, that comes out to about 5.8 hours per day, okay? So if you want a simple way to kind of figure out how many days your unused sick leave is gonna be worth, you can take, let's say you have 1,000 hours of sick leave, take 1,000 divided by 5.8, and you're gonna get about how many days, how many days that sick leave is gonna be worth and gonna be added into your pension. Now, there's actually a chart online that makes it very, very easy. At the end of this video, I'm gonna go over and share my screen and show you that. But again, this is the cheat, cheat way, is again, divide how many unused hours of sick leave by 5.8, and it's gonna get you pretty darn close, okay? There's that. Now, one thing we have to truly understand is some things get dropped off before you ever get benefit for it when it comes to your pension. So let me talk you through an example. Here I say days drop off. Well, what do I mean by that? Days drop off means this. Let's say, let me come over here. Let's say that you have 20 years, let's say 20 years, six months, and 10 days of service. Okay, so 20 years, six months, and 10 days of just normal federal service. Okay, that's before sick leave or anything. That's just normal. So 20 years, six months, and 10 days, let's say, okay? Well, let's say you have some unused sick leave that is worth, let's say, about four months, and uh, let's do 25 days, okay? So basically what they do is they add in your normal years of service, okay? Your normal years of service, 20 years, six months, and 10 days. They add that, to, add that together with what your sick leave produced, so in this example, 20 years, six months and 10 days, plus four months and 25 days. And what does that come to? Well, we have a full 20 years, right? We have 10 months, 10 months, and how many days? Well, we have 35 days, okay? Well, when it comes to federal retirement, 30 days is considered a month, okay? So instead of 35 days, you'd have 11 months and five days that are left over. Okay, so you have 20 years, 11 months, and five days total, okay? However, once they've done this math, once they've added everything together, the any extra days less than 30 actually are going to drop off, okay? So if you know you're gonna have some extra days that drop off that you're not gonna get any benefit for when it comes to retirement, well, 
maybe consider retiring a few days early or maybe using some of that sick leave before, right? You don't get any benefit for any days that are less than 30 after they've added everything together, okay? They don't drop off the days until they've added all your types of service together. Then they drop off any extra days after that, okay? That's super important to know is any extra days under 30 drop off at the end, okay? Next, next thing we have to understand is this is how unused sick leave is treated at retirement, but you have a different type of leave as well. You have annually, annually. What's the difference and is there a way we can optimize between both of them, okay? So annual leave is treated at retirement completely different, completely different. I've got whole videos on how that works, but let me just give you um, a taste, okay? When it comes to annual leave, you don't, it does not increase your pension at all. What it does do is they cut you a check, okay? They cut you a check for as if you had worked that time. So let's say you have 200 hours of annual leave at retirement, okay? When you retire, a, a pay period or two after you retire, they're going to cut you a check as if you had worked those 200 hours, okay? Whatever pay rate you were at, whatever it would be, they're going to cut you a check for that. Now, of course, you're going to have to pay taxes and things out of that money, like just like any other income, but they're going to cut you a check immediately, okay? So long story short, you can run the numbers, and long story short, annual leave provides more a uh, more benefit in retirement than sick leave. So sick leave still is beneficial. It increases your pension. We love that. That is super super helpful. However, just doing the math, I've run these numbers again and again and again. And annual leave gives you a lump sum right away, and just looking at the math, annual leave is just more valuable at retirement, okay? Simply more more valuable. So what does that mean? Well, if you ever have a choice, and I know not everyone has a choice near, let's say the last couple of years of retirement, if you ever have a choice to use annually or sick leave, I generally speaking recommend using the sick leave. The only exception to that is if you need the sick leave to let's say get to this 10% bonus or something like that. Outside of something like that, if you can keep the annual leave on the books at retirement, it just generally a lot more beneficial than keeping unused sick leave at retirement. Now, another strategy some people use is they just end up using their annual leave at the end of their career, therefore extending their career even longer. Um, and during that time, they accrue even more leave. There's lots of different strategies. I've got other videos on those, but that's just a taste, okay? That's a taste of some of the things you can do, okay? So, Last thing I'm going to do, I'm going to actually go over to my computer and share the screen so you can figure out exactly, based on how many hours you have, exactly how many years of service that's worth. Okay, so here I am on my computer. Now, if you're on the podcast, I would definitely recommend checking out the YouTube video because I'm sharing some visuals at this point. So if you want to find a very helpful chart to figure out how much your hours of sick leave is actually going to be worth, then what I recommend, if you just throw into Google sick leave conversion chart, you're going to find this is going to be one of their first hits. This is a website by usgs.gov. Okay. Now they've got a very helpful chart right here. And let me walk you through how it works. As you see here in the body of the chart, let me get my marker out here. Here in the body of the chart, we've got a bunch of different numbers. Okay. Basically in the body of the chart, you need to find the number that is closest to how many 
hours of sick, unused sick leave you're going to have at retirement. So let's do an example. Let's say you're going to have, let's say, 783, okay? This number right here, 783 hours at retirement, okay? If that's the case, to figure out how many days and months that is worth, this is what we have to do. First and foremost, again, 783 is our number. If we go up, okay, the column we're in represents how many months that's worth. So that's four months, okay? And if we go to the row, that shows us how many days that's worth. Okay, so 15 days. Okay, so again, if you have 783 hours, that's worth four months and 15 days. Now, again, the extra days don't drop off until after you've already added it into your normal service. And then if there's any days under 30 at that point, then they drop off. Okay, now, what if your number of unused sick leave is actually between two numbers here. Let's say your number is 780. It's not exactly on one of their numbers here on the chart. Well, actually, one of the very few times the government allows you to round up. So they're going to actually round up so that if you have, let's say, 780 hours, you're still going to get the four months and 15 days because they're going to round up to the 783 in this instance. Okay, so that is how you use the chart. Now, what I wanted to show you is, let me actually jump to my whiteboard here. What I wanted to show you is a couple examples of once you figure out how many years of service your uh, unused sick leave is going to be worth, let's do some examples of what is that going to actually do to your pension in dollars and cents? What, how valuable is that? Okay, so let's go over that. Let's say, let's do a simple example. Let's say you're a traditional FERS who you're going to retire at. Let's see, let me get my pen out here. Let's see if my pen is working. Okay, there we go. Let's say you are going to retire at age 60 with 20 years. Okay, again, you're going to retire at age 60 with 20 years. And let's say your high three is a hundred grand. Okay. Now, again, I've got other videos on how to calculate your pension, but I'm going to run a quick run a quick example. So, if your high three is a hundred grand, we take a hundred grand. Okay. We multiply that by years of service, and your multiplier in this example it would be one percent. So, if we do this math, you would get twenty grand per year from your pension. Okay. Again, twenty thousand per year per, from your pension. If you have twenty years of service, you retire at age sixty. Your high three is a hundred grand. Okay. Now let's say you have 2000, right? 2087 hours of unused sick leave, right? A year's worth of unused sick leave. Let's, let's say that adds into your time instead of 20 years. Now you've got 21. Okay. So again, instead of 20, let's say you have 21. What is that going to do to your pension? Well, instead of 20 grand a year, it's going to be 21,000 per year, right? 21,000 per year for the rest of your life. And of course, on that 21, you'll get the cost of living adjustments and things in retirement as well. Okay, so that's just a quick example of long story short, they're going to add in your unused sick leave to your time, it's going to then increase your years of service, which will increase your pension. I know this is a simple example, but hopefully that's helpful to give you an idea of what that's going to do for you and in your retirement. Now, if you have more questions about this topic or other federal retirement topics, there's a link below to submit questions to us. And from those questions, we base our future content so we can try to be as helpful as we possibly can for you. So have a great rest of your day. I'll see you guys next time.